Yo, yo, what's up, people? Welcome back to the Career Packed Podcast. My name is Neil Patel. I'm the host of this pod, and welcome. Today, you guys are reading the title of this, and you guys see it says, let's talk about this, and I think it's finally time that I talk about this. Technically, this is the second time I'm talking about it, but I wouldn't say this is going to be a little bit more in-depth, but I would rather say this is something that is a little bit more of a controversial topic, something that isn't talked about as much, in my opinion, so let's talk about it. I want to talk about men's mental health. It is June, which is Men's Mental Health Month. And I think for women, it's in May for this year. And wait, I should probably double check. When is Women's Mental Health Day or month in 2023? Yeah, it is May. So it's June and it's Men's Mental Health month and I literally just closed out all of my notes that I was going to be using to talk today. Okay, but the reason I wanted to talk about men's mental health is because again, I feel like it's something that's not talked about as often as it should be and it's kind of difficult talking about it if I'm being fully blunt and fully open about it cuz you know, this is something that I've struggled with in my life, you know, mental health um or just some of the situations that I'm going through in my life. Sometimes even the words mental health, it can be, it's, I don't like using it all the time, but for the sake of the conversation, I'm going to use it because it is controllable. There are things that we can do to change our life and change the way we see things and control our emotions. So, okay. It's kind of difficult talking about it because I'm super open about, you know, the struggle. And I've talked about it multiple times on this podcast, dozens of times. And I probably talk about my struggles on every single episode with what I struggle with and whatnot. But I keep a lot of my life situations and what I actually, actually deal with, like to myself, like some of the like super personal stuff, some of the things that I'm really trying hard to work through. Some I'll share, but I feel like for the most part, my girlfriend only knows those and she's the only person I talk to in regards to that. I don't tell my friends. I don't tell people at work or anyone other than her. And I think in some ways that can hurt me. You know, I appreciate the ability to keep things private and only tell her certain things. However, if I had started telling more people the things that I may be going through or um, seen a therapist maybe earlier on in my life with again, some of my life situations that I had been going through with my family and just me personally, it would have helped me a ton, but I didn't do that. And I kept a lot of those emotions in. I didn't really talk about it. And in episode 28, where I talked about, are we we men or are we man enough? That's another episode that I highly suggest you guys go ahead and listen to because I talk about this guy named Justin Baldoni and his whole podcast that he covers on men being men enough and just stories and stories around what being a man in 2023 is all about and kind of breaking down the stereotypes around men and what they should be doing and what and the people they should be all of those things so he's an incredible person he's also an actor in in movies and shows so check that episode out it's episode 28 but for this one the main reason i want to talk about this is because i think most men I'm not saying all, but I feel like most men like to keep things in. They don't like to communicate it. They don't 
like to be vulnerable that much. I have friends like that who don't like to be vulnerable. Including myself sometimes. And this whole idea of, you know, be man enough. Have this thing done in this way. Act according to X, Y, Z. I think it's been portrayed in our society and in the world that men are on a certain pedestal that should be held to certain standards that should be doing certain things, taking care of X type of people and providing for all, all these things. And I'm not saying any of those things are bad. I just think sometimes those specific things that I just listed can overlook what a man's mind can be going through and the struggle that they actually face internally. And they won't show it externally or to the people around them. They won't communicate it. And why? so why is that not talked about more? Because overall, if I, like me personally, being fully blunt, I feel like women's mental health is talked about more in society in comparison to men's. However, however, this is a big however. My girlfriend, I was talking to her about this, and she brought up an amazing point, which made me more more like responsible it made me it made me feel more responsible and also inclined to make this episode because she said that women listen to other women and they actually express their emotions and they cry with one another they are emotional beings and she was like and that is why their mental health is talked about and has more awareness spread around women's mental health whereas men they don't speak up And if men don't talk about it, then they just tend to keep it in. So in order for men's mental health to actually be like spread and talked about and made aware of, more men need to speak up and be open about the things they struggle with. Because if women women are doing it, they get all that awareness around it. So men need to start doing it. And I want to do exactly that, which is why I'm sitting here talking about it on, on my podcast, because it needs to be a thing. And I don't want to, you know, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't want to make it seem like I'm just saying this to say it is because, but it's because like I actually care. Whenever I come across someone that may seem a little bit down or maybe lonely, may not have someone to talk to, I try to make an effort to just talk to that person, ask them how they are, what their story is, how can I help, if I can help. Can't help everyone. But just being there and trying to listen to another guy and talk about the things that they may be going through. And again, asking them how they really are is so important to me. So I'm not just saying this to say it as like and be like, oh, you know, men's mental health, go men's mental health. No, it's because like I actually care and I actually struggle with it every single day. Hence why I want to talk about it. So so considering everything that I just said about what my girlfriend told me and that there's two things. In a way, it is on men to speak up about the men's mental health and why it's not being talked about as often as I feel like it should be. Or I feel like more stories of what men deal with need to be broadcasted and need to be talked about. And what better way to do it than on a podcast, right? So 
and of course all men don't have podcasts but being vocal about it is okay talking about it with a friend or talking about it with um you know even your partner sometimes family and it's just a good first step to get someone to open up about the things that they struggle with specifically men and i and i have you know <laughs> two really good examples about two really good examples that tie in greatly with this entire topic that I'll talk about in a second. But that's the first thing is that it is genuinely on men to speak up about it. And I've seen more men or like guys who have podcasts, right. And are on podcasts. They are questioned about their days and what they go through in their mind. So that's why I said podcast, because there's a lot of them that talk about men's mental health and actually express their feelings, which is great. And it gets, clipped up and put out into the uh, onto the internet to actually show that yo men go through shit as well but for the majority of people who don't have that outlet or that platform to talk about it there has to be a way there is a person you're not alone there is someone out there that you can speak with so the first thing is that it is on men and number two i feel like society like the flip side to it is that society expects men to be and act a certain way. And there's a narrative that's been created around what being a man is. And I feel like that's stopped most men from being open. For example, showing your emotions can be seen as weak or soft, or you're someone that's not hard, or you don't have what it takes to do all the things that you want in life. And Sometimes you have to like suppress your emotions and just do it. When although that may be true, that doesn't mean that you can't like, you don't have to suppress your emotions. You can still go out and do the thing, whatever it is. But the more we keep doing that, that'll build up over time until we explode. And then when we explode, we may be portrayed as someone who has anger issues or is gets frustrated really quickly. And it's easy for those things to be thrown back into our into our face from, you know, just the people around us. When in reality, if we had just talked about the situation beforehand, or if we had spoken to someone about it again beforehand, before the buildup had started, all of that would have been avoided. And I speak about this from personal experience. This has happened to me in my relationship. This has happened to me in my relationships with my closest friends, where I just don't say anything and it just like builds up and then I kind of explode all at once at them and I just say something to them to their face that shouldn't be said in the way that I said it because I don't want to be portrayed as someone who is takes things personally or I don't know it's it's just it's just a weird very weird balance being a guy in my eyes and yeah that's the first thing is that like showing emotions can be seen as weak or soft or I don't know, like a more stereotypical one is how men are expected to always be the caretaker, always be the one who uh, has the financial responsibility and provides for everyone. I feel like there's always a general sense of pressure for the guy. And when that happens, it makes them feel a little bit more lonely and kind of seduced into a place of not wanting to share anything. And we've and I and guy or girl, we've all been there. 
We've all been there. So moving on to the two things that I wanted to talk about that were kind of silly, but also, well, one of them silly. The other is not. But I think it ties really into this entire episode. So for Men's Mental Health Month, I was, you know, talking to my girlfriend. I was like, dude, I want to make a post about it. I didn't want to make a video. I just wanted to like write something and talk about men's mental health and spread a little bit of awareness around it. So I was going to do that. But I told her, I was like, don't you think that'd be a little bit cringe? Like, what if what if people think like what, what would people think if I put posted that? Like they may think like, oh, Neil is like Neil's weird for posting that or Neil like ah, I, I can't explain it, explain it into words into what I what I was fearing what people would think if I posted something like that. Like I like I was afraid to be seen vulnerable or. Again, I just had a fear of what people would think. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it would have been. It's like I'm trying to put it into words, but it's not coming to me. I thought they would see me as someone who is just joining the community of like, not wokeism, but just saying shit and spreading like, I don't know. I don't know. But overall, I just thought it would be like a cringe post about men's mental health and I didn't like I haven't posted it instead I decided to make this podcast about it but to be frank if more people or if I wanted to reach more people I would post about it on my Instagram in comparison to the number of people who listen to this and I don't know I don't know maybe I'm still scared to be seen as someone who is vulnerable or and actually cares about men's mental health Maybe I should do it. So, yeah, maybe that's something I got to ponder on after this episode because men's mental health is real. And I thought about posting something and I thought it was cringe because I think that goes to show exactly like the societal expectations that I've been consumed by that. No, you can't post that or no, you'll look stupid or you'll look dumb or it'll be cringe to all your followers. Like, yeah, see, there's a perfect example of of just me it's two things me with my own insecurity and two thinking that i would look softer weak so that's the first thing that i had i had that going through my head about that post and the second thing i want to talk about my dad my dad anytime i'm always hanging out hanging around him when i was little when i'm older now the guy is always to himself, but he's positive. And he never told me anything that wasn't like, um, it was when it came to his kids, he would always tell them like, Hey, like I'll figure it out or don't worry about it. I got it. And I feel like he always had this sense of pressure to provide and work no matter what, as I feel like all immigrant parents do. And, you know, just people in general, they have this like crazy pressure to provide. And with that, I never saw him complain. He would always just wake up and go to work, whether it's five days, six days, seven days, it didn't matter. He just went up and did the thing. He worked and he worked super hard to provide the life that I have and the opportunities that I have. 
never once does this guy ever complain or talk about his emotions. And there's very few times, and I could probably count on my hand, a handful of times where he actually got emotional and cried. Like, I think to this day, I could probably only think about four or five times where my dad actually cried. And two or three of them were with me. Um, <laughs> one was when I was when we hugged it out after I told him, like, it was like a week and a half after I told him that I, you know, wasn't going to school. <clears throat> I think that part still kind of bothers him, but that was one. There was this other time when he was talking about his struggles, raising my sister and all the crazy shit he's gone through. But he would, he would always say that there's just like certain shit you have to do as a man. And He's like, the family needs this, and I got to do it. I got to do it. And over time, I realized that he also has a lot of things that he goes through mentally that he just doesn't talk about. Anytime I ask him how his day went, or if I randomly text him, like, hey, dad, I love you, he'd be like, thanks, I really needed that. And that just goes to show that he's got, he's fighting demons in his head too. He's got shit that he's going through as well. And that doesn't get talked about. So I've made it. I've made an effort to tell him, like, Dad, you got to tell me the things that you're going through, or it's okay to talk to me, and I'll talk to you as well. And I feel like we've done a way better job of it ever since that day. And moving forward, it'll hopefully only get stronger and better. So, yeah, and maybe some of the insecurities that I have, or some of the ways that I think are from my dad as well. And he just says like, he's good. You know, my day's good. My day was fine. It was like, Oh, another day, but he never gets into the weeds of how he really feels or what he's really struggling with. Like there's times where he's had, well, a majority of his life actually until recently where tons and tons and tons of financial stress. Like he didn't know where his next, like he couldn't wait for that next check to hit his bank account because he knew it would all be barely enough to cover the expenses for the house. So all this to say, this episode's kind of like been everywhere, but my dad, he goes through mental health shit. I go through mental health shit. All guys out there go through mental health shit more than we can imagine. Um, and it needs to be talked about and it needs to be, it, it needs to be something that's, like a little bit more normalized where guys talk about the shit that they're going through. And if that makes me soft and if that makes me a pussy and if that makes me someone who um, is seen as someone who is like not hard, gets their feelings hurt, I don't fucking know. Whatever dumb narrative that people want to make up to make men seem weak for being vulnerable and talking about their own shit, fuck you. I don't really care because... I'm going to be me. I'm going to talk about the things that I think are important. And yeah. So I got to check in on my boys and make sure they're good. And you listening, check in on the men in your life this month. Ask them how they're doing. Ask them how you can help. What they may be struggling with. What their biggest challenge has been in life lately. Say what's up. Ask them to hang out. Ask them to... I don't know, go watch a movie with them or go play some basketball or football or just sit down, have a drink and talk like because I feel like guys just do so many things that 
moves the needle away from talking about their feelings, whether it's like out partying or watching sports or talking about, I don't know, like gaming and women and their work. I don't know. I feel like that's just for a majority of guys. Like they, they don't just sit down and talk about their feelings. Why? Because it's not something that's normalized. And it's again, seen as something that's weak against societal norms. And to put, to be, you know, bleak, it's like you're seen kind of as like a bitch sometimes. And, you know, this is just kind of like my interpretation. I may be completely wrong. It may be completely different. But just from my, um, you know, basic understanding of what the world is kind of today, that's where I stand. But I know that the people I have in my life, you know, my partner, um, the way I kind of carry myself, I know I have people in my life that I can talk to. And sometimes I still don't talk to them. But... I'm making an effort to constantly be more open and vulnerable. And this podcast is also another um, another channel for me to talk about my feelings and talk about the shit I might be struggling with. Again, to be a light for someone or be relatable to someone listening. So, yeah, we talked about it. And, yeah, that's all I have to say, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out. I appreciate y'all. Last time I'm going to say it. Check in on the men in your life. And one quote that I heard that really hit me, and I tweeted this. The happiest dude in the room, ask him how he's doing. And that's such a powerful statement. Because how many times, because I've been that guy where I'm constantly like making other people feel good, empowering other people, making them feel better about themselves, uh, being funny, cracking jokes, always upbeat, having high energy. Um, always keeping the conversation flowing, being a little dramatic here and there to keep things spicy, like all of these conversational things and social things that I've done in the past and a lot of men do is a way to kind of hide the thing that they may be going through or have someone else see that they're upset or deep down they are hurt and they are going through something. But very few people actually will have the guts to go up to that person and ask them how they're really doing because externally they seem fine or, oh, he's always cracking jokes. He's always happy. He's a happy dude. No, I feel like most guys who commit suicide in this world are like there's been so many stories where, you know, a a guy may have killed himself and the family can be so shocked because it's like he was the best soul he was always happy he was always cracking jokes and i wish i checked in on him more or i wish i had told him that i loved him and that i'm here for him i've seen so many stories like that so the happiest guy in the room ask him how he's really doing and you will feel something that you probably haven't felt in a while the conversation will change and the energy will change if you really do it in a way that's empowering and makes them feel heard and makes them want to be open. That's all I have for you guys today. And like I always say, gentlemen's agreement, you'll have a pot every single day, no matter what for here straight. And then after then I got some good stuff planned, but right now focused on doing this, everything 
watch doing this daily. <laughs> and yeah, thanks so much for hanging out. Take care. Tell someone that you love them. Go do something nice for someone today because they actually deserve it. Follow this pod wherever you're listening. Share it with a friend. Share it with a guy who you know you checked in on, you talked to, and asked him how he's really doing. And go do something nice for someone today because they genuinely deserve it. Did, did I already say that? I feel like I already said that. I'm sorry. Sometimes I have like a checklist of things that I like just want to say at the end of the pod. If I already said that, I apologize. Uh, yeah, follow the pod, share it with someone. And what's the last thing? Oh, yeah. Give it a rating. A rating helps me a ton. Four or five stars, one star, two star, three star, because I did ramble a ton in this episode. But I would appreciate it if you did any one of those three or all three. Thank you so much. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace.